wants to be a winner, a winner. Ah, fucking graduation day. They make a big deal out of it like it was something special or something. (laughs) 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 Hey guys, it's your favorite final boy and girl, Alex and Emily, coming at you in a new episode of Gag Me With a Knife, a weekly podcast where we dissect, disembowel, and shred the best and worst slasher movies. For today's episode, we're going to be gagging on 1981's Graduation Day. As always, Emily has the original and priceless VHS copy, so let's put on our cap and gowns, grab some beers, and hear what the back of that box says. All right. Talk. All right. <laughs> well, I was getting to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Taut suspense, heart-stopping shocks, and mystery are all awaiting in graduation day. It's just weeks before high school graduation, and members of the track team are being mysteriously and gruesomely murdered, one at a time. When the team's star runner, Laura Ramstead, falls dead at the end of her championship meet, her sister Anne comes to town and a grisly series of murders begin. Is Anne responsible or is it Coach Michaels, who has been fired because of Laura's death? Perhaps it's the campus policeman who is, dis- who is disliked because of his overzealous drug investigations. <laughs> or is it Laura's boyfriend, Kevin, who can't reconcile himself to Laura's death? You won't want to see this one alone. I wanted to just stop before um, I said alone. Because <laughs> you won't want to see this one alone. Alone. 1981, what are your thoughts? So I like the, cl- I like the um, and we'll get into it more later, but I like the tagline for this movie where it says the class of 81 is running out of time. Um, but yeah, this is an average early 80s slash. Mine, mine says... Uh, <laughs> The seniors of Midvale High are being fitted for caps and gowns and coffins. Oh, that's cool, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is an early, an average 80s, you know, slasher movie, basically. Uh, you know, at the time, it had a lot of competition when it was released. Um, so it, I don't, I didn't watch this one growing up, so I don't have a lot of nostalgia with it. So, but it was competing against things like Halloween 2, The Burning, The Prowler, Bloody Valentine and Bloody Birthday, you know, some pretty big hitters for 81. So I didn't watch this one as much growing up. I watched those other ones. Um, but even at the end Friday of this... Friday 13th Part 2. That was 81? Yeah. Um, so even at the end... Which is insane. Even at the end of this, though, you know, the killer to me, none of it mattered. There's almost no main character. Uh, there's no growth, really, for anybody, anywhere. Even our final girl, if you want to call her that, she's hardly even in the movie, it seems. I- I'm not even sure if the adults or the students are the main characters. It just comes across as a bunch of scenes put together to me to make a movie. Uh, <laughs> there's bad acting and not in the way that we like. A terribly low budget with bad lighting. They were not kind to the movie's success. But with all of that still being said, it sounds like I hate it. I don't. I'm still going to give this movie three stars because it has some cool death scenes, a few jarring moments, and it gave us Vanna White and Lenny Quigley. What about you? Yeah. Um, well, I'll give it a – I think I give it a 3.25. But um, what's funny when you talk about the characters is – that Linnea Quigley was not originally supposed to be in this movie. It, there was, uh, if you notice the girl 
at the beginning that mm-hmm. doesn't want to take the yearbook picture or the picture of the track team for the yearbook because she wants to wait on that girl that got murdered, whoever she is. They're like, we can't yeah. take it without her. Um, that was a that's Dolores, which is the character that Linnea Quigley plays. Well, there she had like a nudity clause, the original right. girl. So they just like um, replaced her with Linnea Quigley and just like didn't even. Like they didn't make her a different character. They didn't kill, which, you know, it would seem like they would kill off that blonde girl just so they don't have to, you know, this isn't Roseanne where we have two Beckys like that's, but that's exactly (laughs) two Beckys or like uh, bewitched or no, not yeah Bewitched where they had two Darren's or whatever. It's like, no, but I mean, but fortunately Lenny Cleary wasn't, wasn't, I mean, pre boob job, by the way, pre boob job. And she was, and she was still fine. I mean, 81. I mean, you kind of didn't say no to I think top it's her first. And I think it's one of her first movies. It is. We wouldn't. She probably would not have been trash. Um, and if she wasn't trash, then she definitely probably wouldn't have been in Out of the Demons. So I mean, this kind of set her into a trajectory for some horror slasher. Yeah, I mean, fame. I definitely think she's a scream. She's a scream queen for sure, like big time. Yeah, I mean, I, I really thought that. I and I really some one of her her chase scene was one of my favorites that we'll get to. It was a really good a good scene, and um, I thought that was. Well, her, that part of it was a good scene, but we'll get to that. So, okay. I mean, I, good. I guess, you know, are we starting the movie movie? I mean, do you have a Is it like in five seconds? I was already not feeling the disco after school special music on the opening credits. I track. love that song. I knew you would. It's like, yeah. it's sort of 70s soft rock meets Bee Gees meets something else. But it just. So why don't you it, like it? You like all those things? Not during a track sprint. People doing gymnastics. I don't know. It just seemed like there's like people I hear cheering like it's the damn NCAA national championship of football for the Olympics for like uh, (laughs) for this high school track team. So, yeah, we begin with uh, first of all. okay, another thing before we really start is it's there in high school and there's a part where one of them, oh, it's uh, Lena Quigley's boyfriend, and she's talking about some girl. They're talking about some other girl that he had, like, fooled around with, and she's like, oh, do you still think about her or something like that? And he's like, she's in high school. And I'm like, all y'all are in high school. You haven't graduated yet. What are you talking about? So I'm like, yeah. did, the, did, like, the people think that they might release it as, like, college graduates and then change it? Like, it was because a lot of times it felt like that. Well, it did because, like, you know – our high school, I mean, there are high schools that had some of these things, but I don't even know that some of the, the more posh private schools had gymnastics and pole vaulting in high school, did they? Do you uh, know William, that? William Blunt used to. Yeah. So maybe it wasn't as uncommon, but this definitely but, I mean, it, well, it, but gymnastics is pretty uncommon, even in, uh, a lot of times. Well, not all, but like UT doesn't have a gymnastics Yeah, team. I mean, and just, and they had like, you know, the uneven bars or whatever they're called. It wasn't just like floor routines dance routines all it was, she was full- doing was, all she was doing was a bar routine and it's not and it's so funny i used to be a gymnast so that's why it was funny to me because uh, i mean that's how you did bars in the 80s but like right. now you don't like they're too far apart to do all that hip stuff that you do so i was just like laughing at it yeah and these people look a little older to me than high school I me mean, but that couldn't you know that's that always not, kind of yeah exactly but this could have that comment alone does make me think that it could have been Seen it, you know, set up as a. As I really a think it was graduation. set up as a college graduation, and then they just changed it to, to uh, high school, honestly. But I mean, that's just speculation. So, but we begin the movie with a awesome song, whatever you think. I don't care. And uh, 
they're in a track meet and this uh, girl who we find out later is Laura Ramstead and she's um, Kevin's girlfriend. She um, wins the race, but soon after crossing the finish line, she collapses and dies. Yeah, she uh, really died after a 30-second sprint. Okay, that's reason yeah. number one. I'm sitting my ass on the couch, and I ain't exercising. So I ain't, oh, I ain't gonna, I ain't dying for that right now, and I'm feel like I'm about a thousand pounds, but you know. <laughs> but I did eat Sonic, so I mean, whatever. Anyway, um, mm. so we we fast forward two months after this yep. happens, yeah, and it's the day before graduation. So mm-hmm. Laura's sister comes in town, and she's like been away because she's in the Navy, yeah. and her stepdad is a total douchebag, and I guess he like really like uh, preferred Laura. What gave it away, the fact that the dead daughter's room is still there and her room is turned into a freaking dark room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, hey, go serve our country, but we're going to get rid of your room, but keep Which the dead I was girl's like, room. Well, where is she sleeping then later? You know, like, whatever. But um, she's, she's, she's sleeping in Laura's room. Uh, okay. That's so, the whole thing. She's like, you can go sleep in Laura's room. And she goes, well, Mom, what about my room? She's like, oh, your father turned it into a dark room. I'm like, what? Yeah, I think it's Step. He's a step. Well, no, it, but 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 she, yeah, but whatever. I mean, they, it is stepfather, but she uses the word father. But it, he is her stepdad because that comes out later. So then, we cut to the uh, high school, and someone's stealing a picture of the track team, and uh, then like Laura's face is crossed out, and then he crosses out a girl named Paula's face. Now Paula's yeah, the girl that because at this point she's already died. Did she? She die? dies. She dies before. The, yeah, she dies right before no, the. Uh, no, 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 no. House. She dies. She dies. She dies after he crosses her face out, because after after that is when she's uh, running through the woods. Oh, running through the woods. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah that. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha, well, gotcha. she she's the one uh, that they're Laura's like. Face. Laura's yeah, face she, was crossed out. For some, yeah, she. Laura's face is already crossed out. Then he crossed out Paula's because right. she was the one that they were like, we can't take the picture without Paula. Whatever. Um. So she's running through the woods, and then we have a what I think they meant to have a Jallo moment and uh, someone's wearing black gloves and, I, and they have a stopwatch and it stops at 30 seconds because I guess it's 30 seconds like how long it took Laura or something yeah and and part of this too is so we'll probably talk touch on some of them but this was one more red herring in the movie because right after this so he kills her after 30 seconds on the stopwatch first of all dedication this person is going to my book of famed killers because i don't even want to like wait 30 seconds for a little hamburger to come out of the microwave and he's over here stopwatching them boom and killing them on this you know commemorating this 30 second track and field death but right all you see is these black gloves and like a i honestly might have put him in my top underrated killers and slasher movies if i'd yeah. seen it but anyway whatever but matter. but then it shows an unpacking and one of the first right. things she unpacks is a pair of black gloves right and so giallo or just red herring palooza well yeah that's and that's another thing about giallos is they have a million red okay, yeah and, and it's right always before, and it's always the least likely person yeah and right before that you got a sense that you don't know why she's even in town for sure for sure i mean because like her agenda you know why she's there you know surface level but she's in the car with this truck driver and she he's all being weird to her and she just grabs his freaking balls and starts threatening him like so you already think she's got this kind of violent tendency so you're wondering oh okay hey 
Well, I take that as her just being like, fuck you. Like, I'm a- well, yeah, well, but, but she's come across, she, but she's not to be fucked with. And she does that. Someone gets killed with black, black gloves. And then she pulls out black gloves. I mean, like, it's just, again, that's just, it's just a red herring situation. Okay. So after that is, um, after that's actually, Anna arrives home again and starts talking about, uh, Laura's death with her mother, but um, and she also says she's gonna leave right after graduation. So she um, yeah, w- yeah. That's when she unpacks and she has the black gloves and um, gray sweatshirt, which becomes important. Yep. So then Sally, who knows who cares, <laughs> uh, she's like walking through the woods and she encounter she sees Anne. Who is heading to the auditorium as a special guest for the graduation rehearsal, which was a shit show. That 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 principal didn't have any control over anything. Um, he can't even control his outfit. Do you think he control a, a group of graduates? They're so rude to him. It's hilarious. I mean, that outfit alone, that he deserves it. Those, well, I that... mean, like liars and thieves worked for us, you know. Mm. He was I bad. Hate, I hate two things. I hate liars. I hate thieves. Um, that's from I don't our remember high that. I don't remember that at all. You don't That's remember that he said it. Mr. Brown said it every single year at the beginning of the year at our assembly at the beginning I, of the year. If that was like 15 years ago, I really don't think about it anymore. So I forgot all about that. <laughs> well, yeah, he would always be like, I hate two things. I hate liars and I hate thieves. Liars and yeah. thieves. Um, okay, so at the end of all of this like shit show of a graduation rehearsal, um, Ann gives Kevin... Um, one of Laura's track medals because he was her boyfriend or whatever. Um, and then later that day, Sally again is changing into her gymnastics clothes and the lights said like turn off and she runs into Doris who is played by Vanna White. And so now she's like all scared and stuff and she's supposed to be uh performing her bar routine for the school photographer and she keeps she keeps messing up which it should it's for the school photographer and he's like going off on the photographer and her and it's like yeah he, it's not he like it's a natural routine yeah he keeps being like uh i got the shot it's fine it's like you don't have to do a perfect routine for like a for someone to photograph a good shot like you could have you do for coach good. michaels didn't you see he just got someone killed but he was pressuring them so much he's he's like friggin bobby knight over here uh yeah i know <laughs> so uh while she's doing a routine though it cuts the team photo and set her face is crossed out right the black love crosses it out yes so she like has this is this is when she says um, at the end of her routine, she says, this is for you, coach. Sit on it and rotate. And then she goes to shave her legs in, in the back, in the gym. Um, I mean, then she's impelled with a sword by the killer who was seen, who is now, now wearing seen wearing clothing. a fencing attire. <laughs> yeah, it's like over here wearing fencing clothes. And he stops the, uh, he or she stops the stopwatch at 30 seconds. I don't understand. Okay, where does the, is the 30 seconds because that's how long it took Laura? Yeah, to yeah. We, we, just said, okay. I just, we just okay, said that. I, okay, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> the whole point, the coach is going, 30 seconds, Laura, 30 seconds. And she's running like whatever. But yeah, and she dies right at 30. She finishes the track run at 30 seconds and then collapses. Okay. So 
Then we cut to one of your favorite scenes, I think, which is we're in the music room now. Oh, my God. And that dude on the piano is an entire yeah. mood. That is me he at the is piano Liberace. bar He is wanting to be Liberace. Um, and then while he's like talking to Vanna White, who, by the way, half the time she's just seen from the back. I just want to say uh, she's not really in. She's not really a significant character. She's no, in her, like, for, like three minutes of the movie. Yeah, so she and this other girl end up leaving, and Linnea Quigley's character, Dolores, shows up, and um, she's like, failing, gonna, she's going to fail the class. Well, she's going to fail the class, and he, he goes, I, what I thought was funny, he goes, you've hardly been here, which I think was also a nod to the fact that she replaced the other actress. <laughs> yeah, she came out of nowhere, and then all of a sudden, she just locks the door, walks up to him, and he's like, Dolores, don't. Dolores, I... Oh, Dolores, Motorboat City. I mean, what? <laughs> like, out of nowhere. Like, after that all happens, he's like, he knows something's happening. And he, like, walks into, I don't know, the some kind of, maybe it's dark and he walks into another room or something. I don't know. But uh, he's, he says, he keeps going, whoever it is, I know where you, I know you. Well, whoever it is, I know where you are. Whoever it is, I know I, I know who you are. He goes, yeah, all right, look, no, you whoever don't. it is, I know who you are. Otherwise, no, you don't. You lying. Lies. Through your teeth. Clearly, you don't know who it is. It's like, whatever. And so he, he gets killed. So, and. I would have died and been like, Goulet, and then dead. Close his eyes. Because he was a mood. I cannot, I loved him. He's my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. And then, um, so then Dolores is when her, is with her boyfriend, um, who is Tony, who is a fellow track member. And they're, they're in the woods and they're confronted by the officer because they're, they have like marijuana. And, uh, they run off to the high school. And Dolores is found by Coach Michaels. And he, uh, actually tells her that he, is upset about being blamed by uh, blamed for Laura's death when in reality she died of a blood clot in her heart, which I mean, yeah, I mean, okay. Um, and then this is, this is one of my favorite part of the movies because it makes no sense. Then it cuts to this kind of football outfit for oh. no reason, running through what? the woods with a whole football suit on throwing a football around and he just running through the woods. Like why? Yeah, I wrote, I like this dude just going out on a full-ass jog with full pads on in the middle of the woods with the football. Like, and he's like doing juke moves and spin moves. And I'm like, what? For who? The squirrels? What are you doing? <laughs> I mean, I maybe. Loved, I loved that. I loved yeah, it. he's like, he's like posing, you know, the Heisman pose and doing all these things. And I'm like, you are literally on a trail in the middle of the woods by yourself. Yeah. Until he's not. Until he accidentally throws it into the woods. And then so while he's looking for he the ball. He doesn't throw it into the woods. Those girls throw it into the woods. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, he so, runs into two girls and they play monkey in the middle with him and throw the ball into the woods. So, and his name is Ralph. So um, then he's uh, he's like still looking for the ball. But the killer throws it at him. The killer found a, it and put a metal, a, a a metal spike on it. Yeah. yeah. And so he's impelled by the spike and dies. And then, you know, the stopwatch stops at 30 seconds and crosses Ralph's face off the team photo. So he did that one afterwards. And right before this, we had another red herring scene about who else could be the killer. Um, 
right after the motorboat city with Dolores and Mr. Roberts, it flashes to the principal in his office in his dizzy ass drug induced Willy Wonka suit. Um, and he's asking like one of his assistants to like do like oh, a lot yeah, of shit. He, her name's Barbie. Oh, is it Barbie or Blondie or Barbie? Blondie, Blondie. Yeah, Blondie. And he's like, she's like, has less than 24 hours notice to basically like redo the graduation. And she's like, she pitches a fit. And I'm like, that's a total mood for corporate America. And she just didn't even know it. But then all of a sudden he like starts blowing in her neck and her ear. I'm like, is this a sexy thing? Do women like that? Like he's, he's not just like sex. He's like, he's over the top going, like blowing in her fucking ear and she's eating it up. Yeah. but then anyway, I mean, that, she walks out, and they basically agree to rendezvous at, like, midnight or whatever with a glass of wine because she's going to be up all night redoing graduation. Then he, like, gets a slip switchblade, and then he opens it to cut up an apple. He cuts it up like a psychopath, and then yeah. he opens a drawer, and there's, like, 20 switchblades in this drawer. Like, what? Red herring, but bye. Then it cuts to a ridiculous, a ridiculous scene uh, that was with, Elf, with, with, with a band playing loud. Elvis. Before they even go to the band, they have the graduation song, um, um, the harmonica song, the graduation day blues. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I wrote that Kevin was really laying it on the on the harmonica. It's ridiculous. He and, and Elvis, whoever the singer is, he is slaying that song. He's trying to be Elvis. Like he's probably in Vegas right now as an impersonator to this day. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's and there's no reason for this scene except for that I guess. Uh, you Dolores and Tony uh leave and so <laughs> leave the band. Uh yeah, I mean go. I don't I mean there's like two there's like this is the third this is well the second of third like musical r- renditions in the mo- in this movie. And I'm like, why are any of these in here? <laughs> it's like if Glee made a slasher, but not except for worse. <laughs> I mean way worse because we and don't I, have we're, yeah. Somewhere only we know. And you're about to probably get to the Boy George scene, aren't you? Boy George scene. The guy that looks like freaking Boy George in the roller rink, like in like right after the graduation day blues. Oh, right, like, right, right. I'm like, well, I was like, Boy well, George, well, is that you? We're not gonna skip the deaths of Dolores and Tony. Well, no, well we're not because, but they happen after the. Do they the, like go? Do they cut between that and that? Yeah, but okay. yeah, but after, it's like they do like five minutes of this roller rink music video. They had no right to be in this movie. I get why it was, but I it mean, was it was it all of this shit was in there to pad the movie to make it long enough. Well, this was in there so that they could use the song and not have to have copyright issues from the felony band. They said that they could be they could put this in here as long as they agreed to make an actual music video, and they did. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was awful. It's horrible. They're just roller roller rinking it, roller skating around this band in the middle of a thing, and it's this awful song sounding like cats dying, and people with the most androgynous makeup. I'm I'm cool with this, but like they all look like Boy George to me. I couldn't get past it. Um, and then it starts flashing forward to Linnea Quigley and uh, with Tony. Is that her? Is that his name? Yeah, and she bites and, him, and I don't know. It wasn't a cute bite. It was weird. It was a weird bite, but yeah. I mean, hey, I mean, there's some weird, there's some weird mouth play going on in this movie. And then but... I also wrote, she def got a boob job after this. Um, oh, did she? <laughs> yeah, I mean, her tits are really small in this movie. Um, and then like he leaves because he says the world's my toilet. That's not a cute thing to say after sex or during. Yeah, or before and, and or he whatever. says it, and it's like supposed to be hot. I was like, uh, yeah, that get me hot too. Like, tell, yeah, it gets, that gets me super wet. Yeah. So uh, the killer comes out and decapitates him. And it's actually a good, it's, you know, it's better than he knows you're alone, head. 
It's still better than Helix. Well, it, for, if you turn the brightness up, it can actually see it. That's the only downfall. It's so dark on this scene. Did you watch it on Prime? Yeah. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and do this, too, real quick. Side note. Sorry, troll. But this movie also was not a trauma movie, even though it looks like one at the beginning, because they just decided to distribute it a few years ago. FYI, it was originally produced and distributed by... Um, Columbia, Columbia, is it Columbia Pictures? I thought it was IFI Scope. It was first. Well, RCA Columbia, Columbia first distributed it. Okay, yeah, I, I didn't have that. I just, I just have it on mine as on the back of mine as IFI Scope. Oh, that was yeah. I wonder what year that was. Of like, because I think it was originally Columbia, and then it was RCA Columbia. And then who knows after that. But um, anyway, so that's my spiel on that. But um, what what kind of outfit did he have on at this point whenever he's about to kill Linnea Quigley? He's still got the fencing gear on, but he's wearing that's like... That's what I thought. Okay, that's what I thought. But he's got like this bright blue or grayish blue, like whatever. And he's he's running around like and chasing her like he's on a cartoon show um yeah, and, you know, uh, it, i said it's the dumbest killer's outfit i've ever seen besides the night suit and uh of armor and uh what's what was it all like to all a good night and that whatever the the deep sea diving outfit from killer party i mean yeah i mean i mean the killer in urban legend part two wears a fencing outfit but yeah what gave this one even sillier vibes was one he keeps slashing with a fencing sword instead of stabbing fencing in the movie it's just it's just some awkward weird ass sport that he that this high school supposed to supposedly has like with pole vaulting and gymnastics that every school seems to have that i've never seen including fencing now True. But then after this Pink Floyd length of a song chase scene in the woods, lies, he stops the t- stopwatch at 30 seconds. Girl, that was at least eight minutes. Yeah, it was. Lie. <laughs> lies. <laughs> um. God. Okay, so after that, you see um one of the other guys who cares who he is. I mean, his name's Pete, but like, Oh, there are too many characters in this movie. And um, he attempts a pole vault. Um, but I, and, but this death was pretty cool. This is my favorite um, death in the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. The, but the pole vault pit had been replaced by still spikes. So he's like killed on impact. But then it showed it pretty well. It was, it was a cool scene. Yeah, it was my favorite. <clears throat> and then so we're back at the school wood shop and the inspector is... Uh, questioning the coach um who he's like but i was fired because of negative publicity and the accusations of you know his responsibility for laura's death which he wasn't you know and then so in the locker room at the same time as this is happening Vanna white's character doris and this other random girl that's in it just as much as doris joanne so they open a locker and sally's body's in it um and she, her body falls out. And then Coach Michaels and Kevin. I don't know. Oh, Kevin's the boy. Kevin. <laughs> yeah, 
to, to they run to the locker room. And so then Kevin has a perfect opportunity to uh, accuse Coach Michaels of being a killer because he had just been yelling at Sally and all this stuff, even though how would how would Kevin know that? Hmm. Anyway, um, so it results in a fight and Coach Michaels, uh, he subdues Kevin and then he runs away. Um, and then Anne, the uh, sister, it's the inspector and um, Kevin. I get. Wait, who's McGregor? Is that Kevin? I don't. I think is McGregor the inspector. Halliday is the inspector. I don't know who McGregor is. Oh well. So, so then they finally find the photo with the faces. Um, they're all crossed out except for Kevin's. So um, the inspector asks uh, McGregor's the, McGregor. I think might be the cop. Uh, okay, I thought it not might. the inspector, but I thought cop. it might be Kevin because he's there. No, uh, Kevin's you know last I mean? name is, Kevin's last name is Badger. McGregor, yeah. I think, is the actual cop. Cop, not the inspector. So um, no, yeah, yeah. Yes, the inspector and the cop are two different people. So how the inspector asks Al Ann about the photo and Kevin runs off after coach Michaels because he's, he's, you know, going to be like, you killed her, you killed her. So they, and this is where like the final fight scene, which is ugh, long as hell, another long as hell. I also thought the inspector, when he ran, it was hilarious because he ran like with his hands up and like flailing. But um, anyway, so uh, I did write that this is an atrociously long chase scene. Uh, but who's chase scene? When Kevin's chasing Coach Michael or Coach oh. Michael. It's oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And then there's an oh no that well that's a long chase scene but the end chase scene is the longest one. It's it's yeah I was like awful. about to say this, this isn't this isn't the end chase scene we haven't even gotten to Coach so, Michael's kid yeah. killed yet. <laughs> which which you think well because I, I forgot for a second that this isn't the end of the movie because it seems like that this would be the this would be the end of the movie you know. Um, right, because because the killer is un, unmasked, and at the end of the at, the at this time, as you mentioned, there are so many damn characters, and we really don't even know who the final girl is. We well, we well, we get there, but like we don't know who the main character is. Actually, you know, I think the main character of the movie is Laura, even though she's been dead the whole movie. Uh, I think she I, I is too. I think she I is too, and I think to, yeah. And I actually, I, and cool. now that I'm going back and thinking about it, that's actually pretty cool to have the main character be someone that's dead the whole time yeah and it was a bit and, that, and i guess saying it out loud like like this just now does kind of help solidify yeah, it. I didn't, I didn't movie, i'm like about it. i'm like I who are you and why do i care who are you and why do i care who are you and why do i care the whole movie um so laura is like their this is their is their glue yeah there yeah she is like she t she's the one that pulls everything together even yeah. though like even though they are all on the tag track team so that pulls them together but like it's all everything is about Laura. Everything. Yeah, because even the scenes of them together, they're not really doing anything together. They're always going off in couples, and someone's doing this. They're not really interacting together, like ever. Right. It's it's so it's so like, weird. I would say the I would say the only other person I would consider like a main character, and I don't know if I would think this if she hadn't been into other movies, but Linnea Quigley does make an impact in the movie, even though she died. She does. She's only, actually, but she only has like eight minutes of screen time. I would right. say that if, if there's anybody to be Anne, she's the opening scene and the final scene, and she's yeah. the final girl. And she is but the e final girl. 
But she's also in the movie probably like eight to twelve minutes. I mean, yeah, she's really not. <laughs> all the None of the characters are in the movie for very long, except for that like the coach. Watches in, that stopwatch is in the movie more than anybody. <laughs> the coach is in it a lot, and that's about it. Even Kevin's right, on it a lot. That's and the principal's somewhat in it. But I'm just like, I didn't know if this was an adult for the movies, or for the adults, or for the kids. It was just really, I didn't care about anybody in the whole movie. So that was that was the thing. It's it's so surprising that I gave two shits about anybody, and I still gonna <laughs> give this three stars. So yeah, would yeah, me too. Same. Right. Right. Um, so okay, we're in the we're in the woods now. Kevin has found. Uh, oh, we're deep in the woods. Yeah, we're in the woods, and <laughs> so the um, they they stumble across Ralph's body, and Coach Michaels tries to explain the, uh, to Kevin that he's not the killer, and then we find out that Kevin was planning on marrying um, Laura after graduation. And Kevin starts a stopwatch, pulls out a knife, and attacks Coach Michaels. Um, and he's disarmed during the struggle, and Coach Michaels picks up a knife. But see, that's when the inspector shows up. So Halliday! <laughs> Halliday! Um, inspector Halliday, coming at us. <laughs> um, he, if you took a Halliday, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to me to turn Inspector Halliday in this episode into a Madonna song. Okay, bye. Whatever. Anything should be made into a Madonna song. She's amazing. Icon. Um, icon. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so since he finds uh, Coach Michaels with the knife in his hand, uh, Kevin lies uh, and says that Coach was going to kill him, even though he's the one that has the uh, the right. the um wounds whatever um so a short time later Anne is talking to blondie which is blondie the, blondie which is the secretary um of the principal principal yeah and she discovered that kevin was lying to her right um about this is my, this is my second favorite part of the movie about what what you're about to go into i think uh, what you're about to go into I'm going to go into it. Okay. Um, well, so she, uh, after she's been lying, she's, she's like, I'm going to go to Kevin's house. And she's just kind of like hanging out. Walk, she like lets herself in and starts walking well, around. The she, damn place. But what was she lying to? I can't remember what, what she was lying. He was lying about. Probably just everything. No, there was something specific. I just can't. I mean, it was the only time I remember seeing them talk was in the auditorium or something when, or when they gave that, when he, like she gave him that medal. Um, I don't really there remember. Remember what she said he was lying about. I mean, does it really uh, matter why he was lying? Anyway, go ahead. This isn't Grey's Anatomy. I don't know. And it why could, yeah, it could have been with like the, the, I don't know why they said Grey's Anatomy. But it could have been something with that damn photo album he gave her, or she gave him, or whatever too. Yeah. But she, she just, she just like walks into this room and she goes, "Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know nobody else was in here." And it's, it's somebody in their yellow cap and gown, and she walks around, and it's like a whole ass psycho Norman Bates moment. There's this skeleton bitch. Well, in like a cap and gown. Yeah, in a cap and gown. So, and it's Laura. So he fucking dug her up, dug her ass up and dressed her like a damn Barbie doll. And I was like, yes, yes. I loved it. <laughs> I thought it was so cool. And then, but then we have this, the, uh, the chase scene, which is. <sighs> so the thing, the thing that makes the chase scene even so bad, it's not just that it's long. It's that 
the chase itself, so let alone the fight scene portions, the actual chase as well is it's painfully detailed choreographed. Like it's so fake. It's just yeah, everything yeah. is so boom. It's like worse than it's literally it is worse than a Power Rangers episode. I mean, it's really bad quality. <laughs> it's like I like how you're comp- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I whatever. Uh, <laughs> Saber Tooth Tiger. And like it's just um it's Captain just really Planet, bad. Captain Planet. That was a cartoon. They didn't choreograph really anything in that. Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> you don't choreograph but, but it was painfully choreographed. And it was like, it went on. And it was like, it almost seemed like it was straight out of like scary movie. It was like yeah. four different locations. They fly out of a window. They're out of the front yard. Then all of a sudden they end up in a damn, back in the track and the stadium. And I'm like. But, but let's, let's not forget the really cool scene where she pushes Kevin out the window with yeah. the corpse. With the corpse. In which, I, which was really cool. I, and I loved that. I did and It was just that. so, like, there's an episode too that I was thinking of a family guy where he's fight, Peter's fighting this chicken for like 20 minutes across the whole town and that's what i felt like the scene was so if anybody is listening has seen that episode where he's fighting this fucking chicken all over town that's what the scene was it literally is the dumbest most boring painfully choreographed fight scene so then she basically i guess they get under the stadium under the steps bleachers well and she that's, opens, how, that's how he's killed is yeah so they're, they're finally take it under there take it under Whatever, and there's like this little shed, boxy thing. Sorry, underneath. I said I said I, I was ahead because what kills it. Never mind. Yeah, so the, she mind. opens. I'm up. Sorry, I'm sorry. I was confused for a second. She's hot. Hi- she's hiding. Uh, or not hiding. She she tries. She opens this like sheddy, boxy, room oh, outhouse yeah. looking thing I was underneath. So the over him. the location changes. I was yeah. Like, oh my god. So, so she does. She does that. She opens that, and then the dude, um, I guess it was Pete, maybe, um, um, the guy, the pole vaulter, he's, like, nailed to the door with all of his spikes. Yeah. Um, which is kind of creepy. I feel like that, we just saw that death was good anyway, so I was kind of glad to see the and, aftermath of it. And we just saw Del- the fact, because Del- Dolores was killed off screen, I believe. She was, like, she slashed, was. but then we see her head. Um, right here too. So we found that she must have been decapitated clearly off screen. Good, like another good head. And that, that was a really good head. Um, so I didn't realize what was going on at first when when that person was like nailed to the door because my notes I wrote what the hell just happened? Did he just get pushed back into the dead guy's dick? Why is he bleeding out of his mouth? What happened? I really had no idea. I had to watch the scene three times and I didn't understand that he got pushed into this guy with all his spikes still in him. Yeah, and that's what killed him. It really confused me. I had no, I I had to, and I kept having issues with Prime, and it kept resetting the movie. And I was like, I just want to know what happened. Show me what happened to this guy. I, I thought that that was pretty cool. That it was like she killed him on top of someone that he had killed. But part of me is thinking if she pushed him that hard, it would have pushed the door back and snapped the door off because that was a really shitty. Well, shot class been looking able shit. To push him hard enough to. Well, preach all this. Him. I'm not making sense of it all. I mean, but at the end of the day. Unless those were the sharpest things you've ever seen, uh, it was just really weird that that like kills him. But there we have that death. Yeah, killer, so Kevin, Kevin was the killer, and he's an insane person. So after that, she, uh, you know, she is a statement to the police, and then she goes home and goes to sleep, and then she uh, wakes up and what she or so she thinks, and Kevin's in her room, looking and, like straight out of the, looking like he's from the Thriller music video. 
Yeah. When in reality, so she went, but then she wakes up and it's actually her fucking stepfather who's just drunk. Yeah, so Kevin and looks that like makes a zombie. Me think, that makes me think that if Laura, if that was Laura's room, that the stepfather might have been molesting her. Honestly, that's it could have happened. I mean, he was it was he had a weird fixation. He had a same. weird fixation. Yeah, he definitely did. I I totally got like those. But so in her in her hallucination or her vision, Kevin was like holding a knife or something, and then it the lights flash on, and it's a really good transitional scene. Like it instantly replaces everything as he really well seamlessly shot transition to it being her stepfather holding a bottle in his hand so it also wonders the fact if it wasn't a molestation thing that could have been happening if he was in there drunkenly like not blaming his because i mean whatever his daughter died of a freaking health freak health accident but like maybe he has some sort of this um resentment towards towards Anne that we don't that's never explained either so he's just not a, he's not well he's constantly drunk and he has a fixation on Laura, and he doesn't seem to give a shit about his daughter who's alive serving our country in the Navy. <laughs> yeah, and that which kind of makes me think that um, maybe she, uh, had, the mom had gotten married like when she was gone or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, maybe that too. Yeah. So I have a few fun facts. Oh, she. By the, by the way, the end of the movie, she leaves and she yeah, says she goodbye. Leaves. And she, wait, there's a like a banner uh, that she like drives underneath that says like graduate, happy graduation or something like that. And then the credits roll, and Emily, you didn't know this. I had to let oh, you yeah, know. But I, yeah. At the very end of the movie, after the credits roll, it's like 2020 or no 60 minutes, all up in this bitch again. It just the credits end, and then you just see this damn black glove holding the stopwatch, and it's like click on 30 seconds, and I'm like. That serves no point because you did, and I don't, I don't know why they like. It's not a goof credit. It's not a crazy credit. It's not a teaser for a part two. I don't know what the point of that was. Like, what was the point of half the movie? But especially that, anyway. <laughs> uh, so what are, some, yeah. what, are, what are some what are some of the fun facts you have? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to go a little bit deeper into this girl that, like, they had to replace with Olenia Quigley. Oh, okay. 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 So um, the blonde girl in the number 46 track jersey was cut out of the film as much as possible since she was fired due to refusal to fulfill the nudity requirements. Lene Quigley was hired to replace her. And Quigley talked about her big break in a 2004 interview. I got graduation day by going in and having tax scared. This other girl had already been cast as Dolores, but once she got on the set, she refused to show her breasts. So they called me and I was scared too, but I wanted to do the film so badly. And back then it was like a huge no, no to refuse to do nudity. So I guess I got lucky. So it wasn't her first time to do nude scenes. This part's weird. She had already been fully nude in a previous film, including one where she played a 15-year-old girl. She was 21 at the time, but um, she played a 15-year-old girl who danced naked during a movie audition. Can you imagine that happening now? I mean, it wouldn't happen now, but... I know. Yeah. I mean, because the closest thing I can even think to any of that and any 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 type of any, you know, age thing is back with like 90... Eight ninety seven, whatever. When um, Thora Birch had the nude scene on American Beauty, but her parents had to even be. She actually was still underage, and her parents had to be on set or whatever. And that was real. That wasn't an adult playing a, a, a fifteen year old. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. 
And so the band Felony, you you kind of went into this. Uh, didn't they didn't charge any money for the use of their song? Um, their they just studio. charged they just charged me ten years off my life. I watched that. Did Felony? I know we, they did the, they did the song in the roller rink, but did they do the opening song? I have no clue. I don't either. Okay, so it was shot in three weeks, and um. At the time of the film's release, there was a backlash from critics against overabundance of slasher films being made. Um, it was mostly Ro- uh, Roger Ebert and um, whatever, Siskel and Ebert, um, because they hated slasher movies. Like, I know, like, I know that they did like Halloween, but like once they got into this, um, uh, like the formulaic slasher movies, they really hated all of them. But yeah, yeah, the Washington, the Washington Post, the New York Times, and the L.A. Times all shit all over this movie too. Because because of the violence against women, which is well, that's not why they did it. But I mean, oh, I know, but that's why Siskel and Ebert did. And I um, I rem- I told you about this already, but I wrote a paper on how I think that it's like empowering for women because it's usually a woman that's like you know the last one. But um, anyway, whatever. So um. In a, so there was backlash. So in a form of protest, many critics refused to review any horror movies in hopes that the lack of print publicity would have a negative impact on the film's profits. As a result, Graduation Day did well upon its premiere in Los Angeles, um, where it coincided at many schools' graduation, but not as well on the East Coast, where it received no reviews from critics whatsoever. Right. Um, and I do have the how much it made, but I can't remember right now. So... um. The skating extras it, were. It, it, I wrote this down. It grossed, a while back. It grossed, well, it grossed about, 20, about 24, 20 million, million. 24 million, and it only cost 250,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I was shocked, honestly. Um, the skating extras were paid, only paid $5 each. Um, the director, Herb, um, I don't Herb. Reed and producer David Bond went to various movie theaters in California in person or in uh, in order to ensure that they would show the trailer for the film because I guess that people weren't. Um, and then the producer raised the money for the uh, budget from various theater chain owners. So I guess that probably is why I did better in the West Coast. Yeah. Um, the lead actress, Patch McKenzie's character's name is Anne. While the name of the writer of this film is also Anne. That's not a fun fact. I hate it when they do that. <laughs> I mean, um, like, that's... A- I, I, did, I had to look this up because I thought that this name sounded familiar. I didn't realize who the band was in this movie. So Felony does have three songs in this movie. The very first... Um, the very first song in the movie, though, I think it might be called The Winner. That sounds like it would be called The Winner based on what it was, and that was not them. They had a song called Gangster Rock, The Killer, and Lucky Strike in this movie. But they had a song, because their voice, whatever, they had a song in um, Friday 13th Part 6, Jason Lives. Mm. Anyway, okay. I just thought that the name Felony, like, it was ringing a bell. I had no I really idea, but there we go. Oh, and this, the Lene Quigley we were talking about when she gets decapitated and they find her head later, uh-huh. that's actually, that was actually not her head. It was the head of the original girl that they um, hired. So it doesn't uh, w- really look you... at, I mean, it's a good, it's a good headshot. Did they film it, it did they film it like out of, out of order or something? 
I guess. Well, I guess. Well, n- not necessarily. Just because you have that stuff doesn't mean you necessarily recorded it out of order. They, it, it, they probably, the, the effects guys probably want to get the casts done. You know, like the prosthetics, like where you have to like get get a head cast or whatever. Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So, they they probably did all that first. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows. Good stuff. Good fucking stuff. Herb Freed. Um, did you already touch on his cameo? I think he had a cameo. Uh, no, I, do, I did not. So he's the one in that goofy ass outfit chasing Lenny Quigley the whole time. Because you can tell that's like one of the f- only times we see the masked person like on a full on body shot running around. And I swear, though, he is just literally running around like he's in a goddamn cartoon show. He is so hokey Ugh, in that outfit. I, a lot of it was very hokey. <laughs> not the ho- but not the hokey pokey. The, the hokey pokey, and you turn yourself around. Holla. That's what it's all about. Yes. So you you gave it. What did you give it? I think I'm going to give it a solid three. I mean, I know we've. I, I wasn't. I'm not. I think I'm be going overly to, impressed. I think I'm, I'm going to go down to a three. I think I'm going to agree with you. Not not give it a three point two five. I think I'm going to give it a three. Yeah, I mean, they were just, the, the, I mean, while dumb as shit. It was enjoyable, it was enjoyable, and it wasn't too long. Yeah, the bayonet tipped football, the um, spike trap, um, the, the cutoff head scene, I mean, the mummified girl uh, in the, you know, graduation gown. That, that was, I loved that. All of those things to me, and then a little Vanna White throwback, and giving us Linnea Quigley, first of all, and foremost, is like, I mean, it was still enjoyable so yeah it's more enjoyable um honestly than it's um than the movie that came out uh, i think three years after yeah 84 yeah it's it's, and i like fatal games but it's basically well it's not basically the same it's people that are like um training for the olympics but i mean uh, it's just a person with a javelin killing off people on the gymnastics team as opposed to the and it does have a cool (laughs) twist ending that but i mean it's well, we may have that. We may have that on our list at some yeah, point. Yeah, it, it's a it's damaging, I think, in a way. But um, anyway. Oh, 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 yeah, totally, totally, yeah. totally, totally. Yeah. <laughs> but um, may or may not discuss it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, no, I mean, I think we should. It's it's like a, but it's a lot like this movie. It has like a kind of the same kind of music at the beginning too. It's weird. Yeah. So um, anyway, that's all I have to say about graduation day. How about you? Yeah. I was saying, I would just say, you know, continue guys staying gagged on unearthing corpses. Yeah, stay gagged on a football with a spike attached. Stay gagged on stopwatches. Uh, stopwatches. <laughs> stay gagged on Vanna White's ponytail because it's basically all you see usually when she's in the, when she's in the scene. <laughs> stay gagged on running around chasing teens like you're in a fucking villain in Scooby Doo or Ninja Turtles. My God, real. Um. <laughs> Yeah, just stay gagged. And stay gagged on following us on social media and YouTube. Oh yeah, because we've got another one coming up soon. Well, we have a re- we have two real, for sure, two really really cool ones coming up. So, heck yeah! All right, guys. Mm-hmm. Until until next time. All right. See you later. Happy graduation day. Peace out. <laughs>